0: Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Hi
1: everybody, it's Brad and Jana. Hey
0: everybody, welcome to our Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast and we have a great one for you today.
1: You know, um, this podcast, this subject is so dear to my heart, and we're titling today's podcast "Living in the Power of His Resurrection." Um, a few years back, I was mudding a wall in our in our home, and just retexturizing it. Um, you know, wanting to make it beautiful. And, uh, usually when I do something like that, it's just very therapeutic for me. I really reflect a lot. I, I'm listening to the Lord. It's a time where I'm not talking, but just focusing. And I remember hearing in my spirit, these words that you may know me and the power of my resurrection. And I remember when I heard the Holy Spirit speak that to me, I, I wondered exactly what the depth of that meant. And so today we're going to talk to you out of Philippians. um, When Paul had said that, penned it, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. And what that means as a Christian, about we can live in that power. So my, my precious husband's about to just... Uh, encourage you with that word, and so I'm going to ask that you you listen up, you tune in, and we know that after you hear what we have to say, that you're going to, I believe, have a more clear view of what that means and how we can tap into that power source.
0: Well, first of all, we're going to read the context of that particular verse and just see what it sits in the middle of and just how, how much more of an impact it makes. So we're going to read... Philippians chapter 3 we're going to look at verses 8 through 10 mm-hmm. and just I'm going to read it slow just listen to the words of the apostle Paul remember this was a guy that used to crucify he, he used to round up Christians and have them put in prison mm-hmm. gets gloriously radically converted and transformed on the road to Damascus and now he turns into probably some people say the greatest Christian that ever lived he was a soul winner to the nth degree he just followed Christ, to, you know, he said things like to live as Christ and to die as gain. Uh, what a great person to model our lives after as a disciple of Christ. But this is what he said in Philippians 3, verses 8 through 10. It says, indeed, I count everything as loss. So everything he's ever accomplished, and even bad things, good things, everything in his life he counts as loss because of the surpassing worth of of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So to him, nothing, nothing, nothing compared to knowing Christ. It should be the same way for us. Mm. He goes on to say, For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. But that which comes through faith in Christ. Amen. So we're not saved. We're saved by faith alone, in Christ alone. That's where our righteousness comes from. He says, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. And then it says this that I may know him and the power, hear the words, that I may know him, mm. knowing. This is an intimate statement that I may intimately know him. I mean, not just read about him, um, you know, kind of have an abstract understanding of him, but that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And he says, and may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death. So these words, and like my wife said, they are so powerful to me because what we first have to understand is the power that was involved in his resurrection. It's the greatest power that's ever ever been available to anyone was the power that raised him from the dead. And that power of the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, what we're going to talk about, that power, that power is available to us as believers. We have the availability of living in that power. And what we want to encourage you in today and want to inspire you in today is if you're not living in the power of his resurrection, then you're living below what God has for you. You're living. We're not living up to the potential that God wants to operate through our lives mm. to make a difference in the lives of other people and to help build his kingdom on earth. We all need to be raising up our bar till we get to the point where like Paul, I want to know him. How do you know him? The word, prayer. I want to know him and I want to walk and live in the power of his resurrection. And We're gonna talk about that power. What is that power? What does it mean? What what does it equip us to do?
1: You know, that's so powerful what Brad just said. Um, You know, something I want to just bring back, something he said, and I just want to make it a point, uh, make sure you caught this, that to know Christ is not simply to have just an intellectual knowledge about him, But it says that Paul used the Greek word for that, which means to know him experientially or personally. Just like somebody who might say, "Um, I, I know about Jana but they don't have that intimate knowledge of me. They they might not have a friendship with me. They might hear me over the air, you know, during these podcasts, but those who know me intimately, my husband, my parents, those who are in our ministry, they have experience, they have a knowledge of who I really am, not just knowing about me. So I wanted to bring that again. You know, so many times, you know, we we can say, Uh, you know, before I came to Christ, uh, it's in my testimony that I knew about Christ. I had gone to church. I was raised in the church. I could quote scriptures to you. But when I came to Christ, I experienced him at that altar. I experienced the power of his resurrection. And then right then I had an intimate knowledge of him. And so that's something I just wanted to bring out again of what Brad had said earlier.
0: So then knowing him is not just, I was raised in church, I'm this denomination. To know Him can only come through believing in Him as Savior and placing your faith in Him.
1: Yes, it means a shared life with Christ. Mm-hmm. You are walking every day, Him being Lord over your life. And every decision and every step you make, it is that shared life with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's
0: great. Shared life. I like that phrase.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, the first we we need to know him, but let me reiterate something that I said <laughs> a little bit earlier too this the whole thing about the resurrection you know it's a great Easter sermon to a lot of people, and it's time for let's let the kids go you know find the Easter eggs, and it's Easter, <laughs> we can you know dress up or not dress up whatever, or we can church gets decorated a little bit more because it's Easter, and really, what it is it's resurrection day. I mean that is the day that we recognize Christ raising from the dead. listen. Jesus said, I have power to take my life again. I have the power to raise it up. No finite man could do that. Nobody could raise themselves from the dead. We have to understand the power that was involved, and we have to understand the profound depth. of When when Jesus rose from the dead, his resurrection is literally the pinnacle event in the history of mankind. When Christ rose from the dead, he now proved himself being deity. He now proved himself ultimately that he was God and Jesus being God that changes everything so the power of his resurrection and Paul wanted to live that way he wanted to live in mm-hmm. that power source in his life and it's easy to just read the words you know living in the power of his resurrection it's easy to misread them but we we're being invited to get to know and to live in a place with Christ that goes, I'll say again, goes far beyond where many of us are living now.
1: You know, it really does. It's, um, you know, in knowing Christ and experiencing Him, having that personal experience with Him, it's also displayed in our knowledge in Him, of Him, and our love for Him. And that's how we can display it to others. You know, um it's through the good times, the bad times, the valleys, the mountaintop experiences that we are walking with the Lord, that He says to us in His Word, that do not fear, I will take you by your right hand and I will lead you through. And so we want to make it so very clear that in Christ, you are living in the power of His resurrection. It says to um, to live is a gain to us when we live in Christ that, you know, we have been crucified with Christ. The word says it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so that is something we need to remember that it's no longer you and your old self, your old ways that is living, but you have been crucified with Christ that it is no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you. And so how you talk, how you think, how you act, how you react, it is living in the power of his resurrection and being that light of Christ into a dark and dying world out there.
0: You know, all my Christian, from the time I got saved, I I just, I love to preach the gospel to lost people. I love, God's Mm -hmm. always used me you know, since full-time ministry, I started in 1987, just traveled all over the world, yes. you know, um, got opening doors, preached to tens of thousands of people and, uh, at one time, and just seeing people make decisions for Christ, that's part of what I'm called to do. But I realized in, in, in the in the years, even in the earlier years of my of being born again and being a part of a church, that there was another desire in me that I really enjoyed, and that was discipling people and and I'm learning what it is through Brad Soto Ministries and even doing these kind of things. I have a great passion to challenge people to or encourage people or inspire people to live all out for God. Because what I've seen in the years since 1987 and the lives of a lot of believers is they don't live in victory. They don't live as more than conquerors. They live well below what God's made available to them. They don't live in a power mm-hmm. source that's telling everyone around yes. them that they've been truly transformed by Christ. They they live in discouragement. They live in depression. They live in despondency. They live with no hope. They live with no smile on their face. They walk around in a way where the shoulders are slumped and, and, and what we want to be able to do for people and do for anyone that's listening today is to try to encourage you to a place where your shoulders get back and you begin to live with an encouragement in your heart. Living in the power of his resurrection brings a power source in your life yes. that will equip you, that will embolden you to be a great soul winner. It will embolden you. It will bring a great sense of strength in your life so things don't knock you down as easy and keep you down as long. You'll be able to recover from them. You'll be able to get up. You'll be like the boxer gets knocked down he gets right back up you'll be able to be that fighter that wrestler that athlete that says that 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 says i'm not going to give up i'm not going to give in that's what the power of the resurrection does it equips us and enables us it enables us It enables us. The Holy Spirit brought that power. He was raised from the dead. And that same spirit of God, when we get saved, comes to live and dwell in us. That power is available to us. And it's almost like when we don't use it, it kind of sits there unused. And it's just waiting for somebody to step into it and somebody to grab a hold of it. And I don't know about you, but I got one life to live. I'm not coming back as a donkey or a butterfly. I'm not coming back. I'm not going to be reincarnated. I'm going to live this life. My life is going to be over. Then I'm going to go to heaven with Christ. So you know what? While we're living on this earth, with this one shot we have? Why don't we live it with everything that we have? Why don't we go, just go all out? Just go for it in every area of our life. And that, again, that includes being that type of person that when someone sees you who's not saved, they see something in you, they go, wow, what's different about them? When they find out you're born again, they go, oh man, wow, Christ really did transform their life. That's because you're living out, exemplifying the life of someone who's living in the power of his resurrection. How did Paul go through all the things he went through? He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. He was yes. lost at sea. He was striped across his back over and over again. He was beaten with rods. He was imprisoned, and you know all these all the traumatic things he went through. But he always kept going. He kept winning souls. He kept preaching the gospel. And every town he went to, no matter how, whether they rejected him or whether they accepted him, he preached the gospel yes. because he. Tapped into that power source, the power of a resur- the power of living in His resurrection—and that's available to every one of us, to my wife and I, and it's available to every single one of you to re- that are listening to this.
1: You know, it's amazing. There's a story in the Bible about Paul and Silas, I think it was, and they had been beat um, for their stance in Christ. And they were put in prison. And I, I think Brad had said um, in one of his messages to his, his church, you know, to us, that, um, that when they were put into prison back then, it was a very dingy thing. Usually it could be underground. Um, there might've been sewer that went through. So it was not this uh, sanitary place. So they had open wounds. They were down there. It was probably very dark, very cold but it said in the midnight hour in in the darkest hours before dawn happens that they were heard singing, that they were worshiping their Lord. And to me, that is a beautiful example of knowing Him and the power of His resurrection. You know, um, when Paul said that I may know Him, It says his emphasis was on gaining a deeper knowledge and intimacy with Christ. That was his goal in life. That was his one thing. And so if you're out there and you're listening and you're saying, how do I have that passion like like Brad or um, Jana or Paul? Well, how you do is you, you have to have a desire to want to know Christ, gain knowledge on him, um, about him and how you do that is through the word of God, going through the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, reading Romans, going through, um, you know, just, just taking in, studying, meditating on the word and then, and then praying, asking our heavenly father to, to, um, help us, to help you gain a deeper knowledge of Christ, to experience that power every day in your life. And I tell y'all, it is a beautiful thing. When Brad was just talking about him coming to Christ... I I couldn't even imagine what that looked like. You know, he was once lost, but now he was found. He was blind and then he could see. It was a radical conversion. If you have not listened to his blog on his, um, our blog on his conversion, not our blog, our a podcast, podcast on, on his conversion, you need to listen to it. Um, it is powerful, but he went from not knowing Christ, not even knowing really of him, to in um, the wee hours one Sunday morning, bowing his knee, this uh, 300-something pound man filled with steroids, alcohol on his breath, had been in a club all night, and he was raising his hands and asking Jesus Christ to be Lord and Savior of his life and there was um such a radical conversion that for hours he wept he wept it was it was like Paul you know the road to Damascus when when the Lord had revealed himself to him and it was such a deep, uh, a deep experience to Paul. It forever changed him when he came to know Christ as Lord and Savior. He was not the same man. And so it's the same with Brad, and it's the same with us. If you have not tapped into the power source of that resurrected life, today can be a new day for that and we want to encourage you pursue it you know we've been watching the olympics and the um that the runners that run the race um you know they have a goal in mind and it's that gold they see the finish line and they don't let anything run in on their race you know paul talked in the word of god about that who who did you let what did you let cut in on your race but Paul said he's going to keep his eyes focused and he's going to run the race. And so that's what you need to do. You need to determine in purpose that I'm going to know him and the power of his res- resurrection today in my life.
0: So how can we do that besides some of the things that Jana said? Well, let me give you some numbers. Number one, write this down. Number one thing to live and experience resurrection power every day of your life. Number one, you got to die to self. So write down die to self. Mm. Remember, death always precedes resurrection. Uh, we need to be willing. Hear this. We need to be willing to sacrifice yes. whatever selfish desires and agendas that we have mm. that conflict with God's purposes for our life. What in your life, what in your what 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 type of desires that you have and agendas are conflicting with God's purpose for your life. What's stealing your prayer time? What's stealing your Bible reading time? What is number one on your priority list? That has to change. You got to die to your desires and put God's desires for you first. So number one is die to self. Number two, remove the word impossible from your vocabulary. We sometimes, I've seen this so much, people excuse their sin by appealing to our human inability. Uh, but I'm only human, we say. Well, yeah, that's right, we are. But God God has not only saved us by his power, he also works in us to sanctify us by his power. Listen to this verse in Ephesians 3.20. Now to him was able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. That's the resurrection power. Yes. He can work through that power in you and do things that you didn't even think about or even imagine. Mm. In the power of his resurrection, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So get rid of the word impossible. In the power of his resurrection, you can live as more than a conqueror. In the power of his resurrection, you can achieve your impossible. So remove the word impossible from your vocabulary. Number three, live in the authority of your resurrection power. Listen, we as believers We have the authority to choose joy over discouragement. We don't have to live in joy or discouragement. The spirit of joy is inside of us. We have the authority to live in victory over our flesh and not be controlled by it. If you're allowing the flesh to control your life, then you're going to be living in sin. You're going to be living away from God, so to speak. You're pulling away from Him, not Him from you. You're going to be living, feeling worse. God, that's because we're allowing our flesh nature to control us instead of the Spirit. And we also have the authority to stand against the devil and all the things he tries to bring against us. Yes, do we? We do. Yes. We have the authority with the power that's in us in the name of Christ to withstand everything that he would try to bring against our lives. James 4, 7 says, You resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So when you resist him in the power of the resurrection of Christ, he will flee from you. Number four, know that your weakness is not a barrier to his resurrection power. Know that your weakness Mm -hmm. is not a barrier to his resurrection power. Rather than recognizing our weakness Um, that should be the basis for us turning to God, depending upon um his power to work in us. Second Corinthians 4 7 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the surpassing greatness Mm -hmm. of the power may be of God and not from ourselves. So listen, it's okay to wake up in the morning and, and, and recognize that you are weak in yourself to conquer this day, but when you begin to confess when you begin to believe, when you begin to ponder, when you begin to live in and depend on the power of his resurrection to conquer your day, then you will be absolutely confident and you won't be afraid of anything that that day may hold for you. And again, it is a powerful thing to realize I don't have the power of me today yes. to live like I should. But in the power of his resurrection, I know I can do it. And then, listen, we'll be like Paul. We'll be living in a place that uh, we've never been before, or we're gonna be accomplishing things in God that we never even dreamed of accomplishing before. So you gotta, those are just some helps for you, but you gotta pray every day, you gotta spend time with pray, in prayer with the Lord, find a prayer time, spend time, get the knowing like Janice said, knowing intimately through prayer, talk to him, he's your heavenly father, and you've gotta be in the word of God because God's word, the Bible, is his word to us about him. So you want to get to know him. You've got to spend time reading the very book that was written all about him. So those are some things that you can do that are going to help you to walk in a way that you have never walked before.
1: And You know, something that's just on my heart as we are closing this podcast, many years ago uh, when I was at college, I remember um, it was a, a short season in my life where there were just some things that that um, had been so difficult that I had walked through like most college people have, <laughs> you know, whatever those are, um, you know, final exams or, you know, whatever it is. But um, I remember I was uh, kind of um, in the fire escape exit because that was the only place you could go where you could find a uh, solitude <laughs> from everybody in the dorms around you and I remember I was just really just broken before the Lord crying and into and the point where it was almost like Hannah in the Bible that I was moving my lips but no words were coming out and I just remember that after I had just been broken before the Lord for I don't even remember how many minutes I remember I just felt such a resurrection power hit me um, that I was able to just stand up and I knew that that season was over I stood up and and it was done and I felt the presence of God and the power of God like never before and so I just really feel like that for um, whoever's listening maybe you're going through a hard time right now um, maybe something has happened that has devastated you that has um, you know just kind of taken you off guard maybe a death of a parent or parents a uh, divorce um you know whatever it is losing your job um something with your children maybe your your children are going away for college for the first time and um uh, it's just you feel devastated so I just want you to know that in times like that, too, that's when you can experience the power of his resurrection, just like Paul did with all of that that he went through, y'all. You know, he said to to um, live is Christ and to die is gain. He knew that if it was time for him to go be with the Lord, it would be such a gain to him because he would be worshiping Jesus forever. But he said to live as Christ because he understood that resurrection and that power source in that life that he he lived in Christ. So I encourage you today, um, you know, pursue him, pursue him like never before. And you will experience that resurrection power.
0: Amen. Y'all living in his, in the power of his resurrection, you can have hope, you can love your enemies, you can have joy, you can learn to forgive, you can have peace, you can have deliverance, you can walk in your freedoms in Christ. So as it's thundering outside our window and we are, have been talking to you about the power, it's, it kind of fits, it's that power of the thunder hitting. We just really want you to leave this encouraged yes. and live in the power of his resurrection And watch your life never be the same again. Not only do you need it, but someone around you that you're going to meet needs you to be living that way.
1: All right, everybody. It's been great and such an honor and privilege just being with you today. We love you. And until next time.
0: God bless you. Want, live all <laughs> out for God. Amen. <laughs> Go tell somebody about the podcast. Let them get blessed too.
1: It's so funny. Near the end yeah. of these podcasts, I look at him yeah. and he looks at me and we're like, who's going to end this? So
0: <laughs> We want to encourage you and inspire you to live all out for God. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all All out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.